So fat is always on my mind. So you're a bit fat phobic. I am a bit fat phobic. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. And that's probably why I'm lean because I intentionally want to be lean okay. because I don't want to think about being fat. Health be uh, medication, whether health be exercise, diet, sleep. You know, sleep's a big one for me. Sleep is huge. You know, I've been struggling with sleep. I know, so. I know. I'm sorry. It's you the hardest just... one to manage because it's not like you have this control over. Oh, I'm going to sleep and I'm going to sleep eight hours. It's not like that. Oh. You know, it's like oh, I, I wake up and I start thinking about stuff and I can't go back to sleep. So that's a pain in the ass. Well, you're you're not alone in that, right? That, that I mean, it tends to, it's very common. Um, Especially if you're an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. you're in any stressful situation or, you know, it's it's hard to get a full night's sleep. I, I, I would like to talk about that with you because, like, I think it's a little bit of your diet, too, that makes you not sleep. Well, maybe. Well, why don't we start? Uh, yeah. Welcome to The Epicist. I'm Doug. And uh, my normal cohort, uh, Eli, is uh, is not available right now. But we have uh, the lovely Kelly Knoll, <laughs> who uh, has agreed to uh, do this episode tonight. And we're going to uh, talk about a few things, right? So we could talk about diet. and Because you wanted to talk about... I don't know what we're talking about. Well, You're surprising you don't know. I'm, well, tonight, uh, two so. things you had mentioned was weight loss, which I think is a huge issue, right? Yeah. And I, I did one... Uh, we did a podcast a while back, I don't remember. It was Eli and I. And uh, I was talking about obese people. You know, how much Canada has become like the states, like the, the level of obesity. You know, what I used to think of as um, overweight maybe 30 years ago has become the, the sort of the norm of, of not overweight and obesity has become the overweight, you know. And uh, so I was talking about that not in a derogatory way, but in a concerned way that our, the diet, you know, sugars, processed foods, simple carbohydrates, all these things contribute to just really bad me- metabolic problems, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'd like to hear what you think the problem is with my diet. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, no, not, not, I think no, that I tonight just... we're not going to agree on everything or maybe not a no, lot No, I things. think that's, that's the important part. Yes. Right. That, that Which we don't is fine, agree. Yeah. So tell me, uh, what do you think is wrong with my diet that, uh, that affects my sleep? Well, be, you, you don't eat carbs, right? I very, I eat uh, like vegetables. Yeah, so very low carbs. They're very low carbs. And yeah. you're, you don't overeat. Like you're very no. caloric. You're always. I eating. don't measure calories ever. I don't really think about calories. Yeah. I just eat till I'm full and then I eat within a window. Yeah. And if I'm hungry a couple hours later, I'll have a snack or a little bit more or whatever. And what's a snack for you? Uh, I don't know, a protein cookie. Okay. So, so I would say that like less than 1% of the population can eat like you. Very few. Yeah. I am very disciplined when it comes to food. So I'm told that it's very rare. Yeah. And you know what? You know what's interesting? And um, it's a little bit disordered eating when you, it's a little bit of an eating disorder. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. This is going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so. Tell me, tell to, me more. Yeah, well, I mean, because you, you, there's so many food groups that are eliminated. There, you, there's like forbidden foods, a lot of forbidden foods in yes. your. So, so I, I well, before you go jump yeah. into that, so I don't do well with sugary stuff. Yeah. I did. I used to eat sugary, whatever you know, and I, I feel lethargic. I have joint pains when I eat simple carbs, more simple carbs. I have a lot of issues 
I suffer a lot of issues. I know some people do really well on carbs. Eli does well on carbs. I don't do well on carbs. No, but do you sleep better when you have a no. little bit more carbs? No. I so s- this new new sleeping problem because it's not going- new to like okay. the keto diet. It's it's okay. It's probably well without revealing too much. It's, there's probably there has been issues in my personal life, and we just went through uh, two and a half years of COVID, which almost destroyed my businesses. Right, yeah. and you know it's all that. Right, it's that's what's new. Mm. My diet changed somewhere in there. Actually, long before I, those things ever came along. Well, I hang out with you. Like you're like you have a strict diet, and I like it. it makes me hungry. I have no emotional attachment to food. <laughs> well, then, then there, there. And that's go. why it's easy for me to turn yeah. it off. Uh, I went to my GP one day. My cholesterol was a little bit high. He said, "Well, what he tells me," he said, "was you should cut back on cheese and meat." I said, "Okay." I heard you should stop eating cheese and meat. So I stopped eating cheese and meat. You know, turned the switch. Right. Yeah. I went back six months later. He said your cholesterol is better. He said, "What'd you do?" I said, I stopped eating cheese and meat like you told me. He said, I never told you to stop. I told you to reduce. So, but for me, I can just turn that switch on and off. And it's, yeah. it's because I have no emotional attachment to the food. I enjoy food and I eat it for nutrients. But if I have to give up something, I'm like, okay, it's good. Okay. Off you go. Okay. So you'd be unique in that. In that like food, I'm very unique. In yeah, that, you'd yeah. be unique. I think the problem with a lot of people is they have extreme emotional attachment to food. Exactly. There's a lot of emotional eating. Yes. Uh, that is at the root of a lot of like people's weight problems. So weight problems and weight problems. It's not that you're overweight. That is that you look overweight. That's the problem. It's what it does to your yeah. the rest of your body. How they, first of all, the extra weight you have to carry all the joints that have on the joints and the pressure on the organs. You know, when you're overly like when you're obese, there's so much pressure on the organs. Right. And you, I'm speaking, I don't know. I'm not an expert, no, keep going, keep going. but you could tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and it just, there's so many other things happening within the body when you're, when you have excess, a lot of excess fat, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the reason it's not like you're overweight, so you're in poor health. That's not, that's not what we're speaking to here at all. Some people have certain conditions, right? Like osteoarthritis, like any joint, like the, any weight you're carrying above like your normal body weight for yourself, um, like that, that's just unnecessary weight impacting your joints. So yes. that's why, like, we're not always saying, oh, you need to lose weight. Certain conditions, you, you will have less pain and you'll have a lot more functional mobility if you do lose some weight. Yes. Diabetes, heart disease, many hypertension, some of those chronic diseases yes. can be better managed with some weight less loss. Weight, yes. And uh, you, uh, most people who have excess weight, like I'm talking, I'm not talking about like an extra 10 or 15 yeah. pounds. Oh, well, extra 50 or 100 pounds, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, usually have insulin resistance, which means the body's producing, trying to produce more insulin because the body's not recognizing the insulin. So, and insulin's a fat story. It's like a, it's a vicious cycle. It's a fat storing hormone, right? Yeah. And well, s- and I think, Doug, it does really come down to taking in more calories than burning. I mean, that's the ultimate. Taking in less calories than burning or more calories. You're taking in oh, you're more taking calories more than- and you're actually burning. But... I would say that what the calories are, where they come from, matters as much. I don't know about that. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's say Kelly needs 2,000 calories a day to function. Yeah. And she eats 2,000 calories a day only. Chips. I have chips and sugar, yeah. sugary stuff. You think that long-term, I'm not talking about short-term, long-term, that's not going to have a negative effect on your body? Well, we were speaking about weight, calories for weight. Right. 
It'll right. it'll effectuate because it your body will be producing so much insulin. Eventually, it's going to become insulin resistant. You may even have a failure of insulin production. Not if you're just, if you have a diet, I mean, when, when the insulin comes is when there's an excess of calories, uh, as sugar, like yes. carbon, like right, yes. glycogen in yeah. the body and your body needs to metabolize and get rid yes. of it, right? But, you know. And it spikes. If you eat sugary stuff, it spikes, right? If you eat a, a complex carbohydrate, like a vegetable, yes, you start producing insulin, but it's a much gra more gradual rise and it goes steady and then yeah. it starts to drop. When you eat sugar, it spikes up and it drops down. Yeah. You know, but, but it doesn't like, so the spiking doesn't, that doesn't, that's not the indicator of whether you're going to gain weight or not. Nope. But long-term it's going to affect your ability to produce insulin in, in a healthy way. Well, apparent, well, I, I don't know about that. Right. Cause there's people who eat terribly their whole lives and they, they have no problem. Well, there's genetic exceptions yes, to everything. Right? I'm a genetic exception. I'm going to share that with. Okay. I want to hear about you. Let's hear about you. I'm going to share that later, but there's genetic exceptions. There's people who smoke. Two packs exactly. a day, and they never get lung cancer, right? I know. But you can't use those people as sort of no. the guideline of what's okay. I mean, yeah. they're just genetically able to bypass what what happened for 80 or 90% of the population. I right? mean, a diet straight in carbohydrates, like simple carbohydrates, simple sugars, is not ideal, no. right? And th that you're right. There is some some suggestion that the diet is behind the obesity yes. epidemic, right? Like when people, like, you know our so, uh, processed foods if, and if you're saying that but what do you, what do you because we've gotten fatter in yeah. canada well we don't in move the states, it we, was, no one moves in the states it was it was the norm almost yeah. i remember going to disney world and uh, disney world is the epitome of obesity yeah uh and so i'm there and uh, the amount of obese people i saw there was just it was flabbergasting i again it's not i'm not saying it in a derogatory way but i was it's like oh my gosh there's like so many massive people there i'm talking like you know, hard to walk massive, you know? But, but Doug, you know what? I mean... But that didn't used to exist in Canada. We were a pretty slim Well, nation. we used to have... Well, it's about portion sizes as well, right? Like in the, the, the super gulp and the big gulp and the magic size and the right. all you can eat. That that stuff has made us obese. And you don't portion think it's more like more processed food, I don't, more food See, I sugar? personally don't think it it is has much to, as much to do with eating bad food as it does the quantity. Okay. That might me personally. Okay. I, I don't agree, but I'm not an expert. I just think, I know from my own experience that my body does very different things when I eat simple carbs than when I eat complex carbs. Yeah, yeah. And, and for the audience, complex carbs are like vegetables, things that yeah. the body converts to uh, to glucose, but slowly. Yeah. And yeah. as opposed to simple carbohydrates, the body it's converts it, it spikes it. It just yeah. spikes your glucose and spikes your insulin. Yeah. So nonetheless, I, I just, I, I don't know you say we don't move much. Well, I mean, we are really grossly inactive. I mean, that is COVID, the reason. COVID made it worse. COVID made it worse. Way I think, worse. how many people do you know who gained weight during COVID? I gained weight. I gained 10 pounds, and that's a lot for me. Is it? Yeah, you know, for most people, that's How did like, you do with that? That must have been upsetting for you. <laughs> no. No. no, I was just like, oh. I got what a happens bit, when I got you gain I said, okay, well, I'm going to lose it. And, and I, then but during the two years, because I didn't did have, you just hide inside and feel fat? or? No. No, I don't. yes, that's right. I was hiding under my sheets. Can't wait till this weight comes off. <laughs> no, no, but I mean. <laughs> no, well, so the first time COVID hit and then they shut everything down and we were kind of locked into our place and, you know, there was no exercise. Mm -hmm. So I was eating the same and, and not exercising, right? Yes. So you're right. Exercise yeah. made a big difference. So I, you know, over the few months, I, I gained a few pounds, like 10 pounds. Uh, and how did you, what, so what, what kind I did of differently after that was I said, okay, I got to exercise. Yeah. 
so I had my trainer come to the house and again, not everybody can afford to do that. Right. But I had my trainer come to the house and train, train me and my wife here. Right. Okay. And, um, and that makes all the difference, but you also can't out exercise a really bad diet. I think unless you're, uh, you have genetics, you know, you could have a super high metabolism. I think you must have a high metabolism. I do. I or do. do you and work I at love being lean? carbs. Like I could, I, if I, like anytime I've tried to do a carb free diet, I've gained weight. Like I did it for oh, my really? wedding. I was like, you know how sometimes when people get married and they go on a wedding diet. Yeah. Well, I did that the keto diet then, and I gained twenty pounds. Really? Mm. Wow. Yeah, because I don't. I just eat like like so much cheese, so much meat. Like the quantity that I'm eating is not little. So same the caloric in, intake is gigantic. So how same happened to Nell. Not that the caloric amount went up, but is that she didn't do well in the keto either. No, and then and then but I get I, sad I and love depressed. keto. Like keto yeah. is perfect for yeah. me. I think it. I think men do better. You have more muscle mass, right? Like it tends to. Yes. Well, I hope I do. Yes, quite a bit more. I thought I, I'm going. I thought you know, I'm going back to the gym tonight. <laughs> I personally think that men do quite well on on keto. Like like. But again, I don't think Kelly. I don't think well, there's a one size fits all. No, me you either. find the lifestyle diet that really suits you. You know because you're feeling better. You're energetic. Maybe you're losing weight. Maybe you're, you know, all around it's just better for you. And I think that's a, a long process to figure out. You know, when I switched from, I, I eat carbs most of my life. I eat processed food most of my life. So when I switched to keto, it was a huge step for me. It was experiment. And I just did really well. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's good. And then I tried carnivore. And I did even better, except my cholesterol just went off. Okay. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not that familiar with carnivore. It sounds like it's you eat meat. a lot of meat. <laughs> it's all meat. It's oh no! It's no, one hundred percent meat. Diets. Oh, I mean, they make me sad and no, tired and dumb. I, I will swear by the fact that it resets the gut biome in the short term. Like if you do it for a month, yeah, it does reset the gut. Uh, but long term, I was like my my cholesterol just went yeah. off the charts. You know. Yeah. And my my cardiologist was freaking out, and so. <laughs> so you stop that. So I stopped that. I'm back to keto. Okay. And I love keto. And uh, so the sleep thing is not keto related. It's, I've always, I've had this problem before keto. I, I stress a lot. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. My brain is always on. So I've learned a few things. I, I shouldn't do work. So the other night, I'm, I'm, I don't do work after seven. I won't even look at an email. Good for you. But the other night, I'm on my computer. Oh, I see an email. It's like 8.30. Oh, what's this? And I look, I go, and it was one that caused me so much stress. And that was it. I was yeah. done. I'll fall asleep, yeah. but I'll wake up at 2.30 in the morning just going over this in my head yeah. and over it and over it. And I'm like, I'm screwed. I can't go back to sleep now, you know? And then that's a common theme. Yeah. That's a common. And so what do you do? Do you get up and do something? Yeah, I just get up. Yeah. Like I, 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 this morning I got up at 3 in the morning, 3.30 or something. Okay. And how did you feel today after not getting Great. sleep? Great. Well, I nap. <laughs> I, <laughs> I nap. Lucky you. I'm a, I'm a professional nap. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. No, We're sitting here now. And if I said, Kelly, I'm just going to have a nap. You can I go can on the this. nod. You can go on the nod. Nice. And then 15 minutes and I'll wake up. Okay. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's important for you. Yeah, yeah. That's a gift. That's how come you can But I prefer stay. to sleep eight, uh, six to eight hours. I know. Sleep is nice. But so, sleep becomes a problem as we get older in general. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm older, but I've, I just stress more. Well, I, I think it's because you, um, you, you're slightly underweight and because you're slightly underweight, like you're, um, you have more anxiety. That's what happens. Really? We, we get more anxiety. I don't, have you ever? I don't think I'm underweight. 
You're underweight. Like, or, I mean, you're very, I mean, hey, you, you your, walk what, the fine line. Like, you're like, I the lean, I, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. It's just your body fat is like, like very low, low body fat, right? I think I'm probably like 12, 13%. That's very low, is it? That seems very low to me. I mean, for, for the audience who's listening, that is an extremely low body fat. Is it? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll take yes. It the, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Normal when I played is, soccer, you know, I used to be 7%. Okay. Did you remember if you slept well then? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, you I, know I, was, I, think that's I was in my 30s, even, I don't know. I, I do know that there's many people who whose anxiety or their mood, you know, it, like the, the steady, like we have a natural weight where we feel well, we think well, we perform well. And when we go under that, that's when a lot of times we're seeing, you know, an increase in anxiety and, and just coping strategies mm. and then sleep. I don't know that I ever feel And it can work the same if you're overweight too, like if there's two, like that... That affects your sleep as well. So how do you find the perfect body weight? I think it's, I think don't, I think you know, like I know when I'm at my, like when I don't exercise, I lose weight. Um, yeah, because I don't what eat as much. Muscle weight. Yeah, and I yeah, don't eat nearly as much. And I, but I also, my appetite reduces mm. and my sleep is not good. And so you have a, you're genetically predisposed to being able to lose weight easily in a sense. You don't have to like go on these crazy diets to lose weight. Well, no, th those don't work for me. I'm not like you. Th yeah. Those are like that, that. All of a sudden I get into like deprivation and I cannot sleep hungry. I cannot yeah. go to sleep hungry. I, I don't know if there, can you guys go to sleep when you're hungry? No, right? It's hard. Struggle. Maybe I should try uh, eating before I go yeah, to bed. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, for you, I wonder. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I'll try anything. Well, remember so, warm uh, milk and remember people used to drink warm milk, warm up the milk. Oh, and that, that sounds helps. nasty. <laughs> you don't drink milk. No, I don't. Drink no, no dairy. Oh, I can't. I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. So. I mean, I had a coffee at Starbucks today. It was a lactose free. So it was lactose free oh, milk. Oh, you put lactose in. Yeah. Lactose free milk. Yeah. Was uh, that a special day for you? No. It's you a lactose free, sugar free. It's Danelle's favorite thing. Okay. Lactose, sugar, lactose free, sugar free vanilla latte. Okay. Uh, whatever. Do you yeah. like eating? Yeah, I love eating. You do. You love. Yeah. Do you? You get joy out of. Food? I do get joy out of it. Okay, so when you have your protein bar, you're like, mmm, this tastes so yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, so and then it, I'll have another one. Okay, but like, did you grow up? Did Did someone cook for you? Do you probably have, my mother? And did she make? What are you, What are your memories of eating your mom's food? It's great. Yeah. I love eating my mom's food. Okay. Uh, What's the difference? It was Lebanese food. Yes. Yes. yes I'm Lebanese, so I don't make Lebanese food really I make it a little bit but uh I enjoy eating like I I know what I like yeah. and that's what I make okay you know I don't eat typically stuff I don't like yeah I love seafood okay and I love shellfish and I love all those things so I'll eat those so if you go if your mom invite makes a big Lebanese meal and invites you over what do you do well I eat okay I mean there's a lot of things I can eat that's keto okay so that and so you will eat with yeah. with joy and pleasure. Yeah, my mom knows I'm keto, so she tries she makes, to. So tabbouleh is pretty good for for keto. Tabbouleh is great. Yeah. Hummus. No, hummus is, hummus too okay. much carbs, right? Let's talk uh, well, about the, the chickpeas. Have uh, carbs maybe, but yeah. the uh, but the, uh, the sesame meat. paste is is, uh, is, is is a good one. High yeah. fat. I make hummus. I make uh, tahini it's again, but much. you don't put bread in it. No, never bread. No. So you dip it with like celery and and um, cucumbers. I just eat it. I put it but on not a carrot. I'll put it on too much carbs in all meat, you know. Okay. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question. Yeah. If, if somebody, let's say, obese comes into your office or you, know, you have a, uh, a virtual with them and they're really struggling with their health, 
and you believe maybe it's it's weight related what do you do like what do you what advice would you give them well i mean that that that's a conversation that um that that is not easy to have because of but many, they're coming in because they know they're overweight. But many people who are overweight avoid avoid coming in altogether. And what I've heard over and over and again is because they've been shamed. Even putting them on right. the scale yes. is is shameful. So they they haven't many many people who are overweight and struggle with it feel judged in the healthcare setting, and it's very clinical. And they just get told like don't eat so much. So I of course Doug I always take I come at everything with a bit of compassion right. You come out, I think you come out with compassion and a holistic yeah. point of view. So, and, and one, plus I have to find out, like, do they want, like, what is their interest in losing weight? Have they ever tried to lose weight before? And are they really, do they really want to? Yeah, do they I mean, really want sorry, to? Yeah. Do you want to put in a bit of work to do it? Some people are fine. Like, they don't want to, like, some people are very fine being overweight. Yeah. They're quite happy with that. So, you know, yes, okay. Overweight, I'm talking if about obese though. If like, they're coming in and they're saying their knee hurts, their knee hurts, and their knee hurts, what can I do? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about how you know any extra weight will be impacting on their pain. So have you ever have you ever exercised with a weight uh, vest? Yes, it's awful. I think I did one with a twenty pounder. It was brutal. It was doing hill training. Yeah, yeah, you think you told me that? Yeah, it was brutal. I know. And I thought, you know, that's only twenty pounds. Yeah. Can you imagine with someone with extra 40, 60, 80, 100 pounds, how much? energy it exerts how much pain it would put on the on the joints i mean yeah well and that's, i found it tough you and know? that's the vicious battle right because to just go and exercise when you are you know significantly overweight it's not easy no right and, and it's hard on your joints and so you're not going to tell them to jog every day you're going to tell them maybe not. go for a walk every day Walking is a great is walking is a great exercise absolutely. it's a great exercise and it's great for but you. sometimes people that they they have their hips and their knees and their ankles they can't even tolerate walking mm. so you know that's where at times you know there are there are things like you know weight loss surgery bypass surgery right Th those are you know so those are the some of the most aggressive forms of so the bypass is when they they or there was a the one where they they stitch stomach this yeah they stitch the stomach and so yeah, you yeah. you have less hunger you mean you could stretch it out again yeah apparently yes yeah. That, that i mean happens. it's very elastic right yeah uh so and now we've come, like, now we've recognized that, right? That it's not just about, like, stapling the stomach up because you're going to still have, like, if you haven't dealt with some of the underlying reasons for overeating yeah. or emotional eating, or if you're just, like, biochemically programmed that, that you never feel sat satiety. Like, like yes. right? that's, that's, the, that's really what's common right? yes. with people who are, they don't get full. I found that when I was stuck at home, first COVID, and that's why I put on weight. But it wasn't because I, I obsess over food, but I, I was bored. So yeah. I keep going to the fridge. I keep yeah. going to the fridge. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do? Okay. I keep going to the yeah. fridge. All day I'm eating. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah, because well, I was bored. Yes. I was like, oh, so what do I do? I'm going to eat and watch a movie or yeah. eat more and watch a movie or whatever. Right? And, and, and yes, yeah, so, so that the pandemic, we, we move very little, we ate a lot more, but that's just sort of a microcosm of our society in general. Yeah. Like people move very little and then even going to the gym, they don't move all day and then they go to gym and work out for an hour, but you could have like burned a lot more calories. Had you like cleaned your house and walked right, to right. the store yes. and like it's, it's, and then you, people go and work out for an hour and they come home and they eat because they've worked out. So it's the, 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 the over-exercising is not making us any thinner. No. 
No. I agree. Okay. But building muscle does burn Help more with calories. Help meta- yeah. metabolism. And it also helps with like not being frail and yes. protecting I your mean, joints. It helps a lot of yeah. things, yeah. yeah it no. holds everything together. Absolutely. Yeah, but it does burn more calories. The more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. Yes, right? it increases your metabolic rate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think the, uh, the weight thing is a very difficult one. Yes, I do too. Because each person is an individual. Like you said, some people might be obese and be okay with it. Some people yeah. might be obese and not be okay with it. And I want to talk about it because they feel shame around it. So you know? much shame around it. Yeah. Yeah. And ridicule. And, you know, I mean, I, I like, I, I know that nobody is obese because they want to be obese. Right. Right. I, I don't. I don't think too many people are well, like, I'm going to be. because I often wonder when I see a beast person. Okay. How did they get there? Okay. Like, how did, because it's gradual. It's mm-hmm. not like overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, yeah. as much as it would take years to lose that weight healthily, mm-hmm. it probably took years to gain that weight. Yeah. Probably. An environment and their families. Like, I don't know about your family, but I, I grew up in a family where my mom didn't eat and exercised all the time. So that was what I grew up with. So you, you ask if I have a fast metabolism. Yeah, maybe. But I also, my environment was of, you know, like strict food intake and, okay. and over-exercising. And, and that's, what, that's what I was brought into. Mm. So, I, I, you know, I think we are, we take on a lot of our environment. We do. I, you know, I used to be a chubby kid. No, but I'd like to hear that because you're not chubby at all anymore. I know. But I, well, in the intro to the Epicist, there's a picture of me as a young boy. I think I was around 12 or something, or 10 maybe. And I was chubby. I was like, I was around. You know? How old were you? Yeah, maybe 10 or 12. And you know. remember being chubby? Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I carried a lot of shame with it. And okay, yeah. got t- teased about it. My brothers obviously teased me about it. And, you know, I remember once I was wearing these shorts and I bent over and they ripped because I was so, yeah, she's laughing. Yeah. Now I'm starting to feel shame again. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, the, uh, so I carry that with yeah, me. Yeah, okay. And I think people carry experiences from a young age with them. So fat is always on my mind. So you're a bit fat phobic. I'm a bit fat phobic. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay. And that's probably why I'm lean, because I intentionally want to be lean, okay. because I don't want to think about being fat. Okay. But when I was 7% body fat playing soccer, I remember I would pinch... I'm not, I'm not that now, but I would pinch a bit of skin and go, oh, there's extra fat here. Oh, I, so you remember being that, you remember yes, being like very unhealthy, yeah. very, like very obsessive about leanness, right? Well, there, I mean, there's just as many men who have disordered eating now as women. It's just, yeah. it's, it's under this different guise yeah. that we see with some extreme, what would you call yourself? I don't know. Your world, muscle, health, fitness. Like not gross. Like you're kind. You're not a bodybuilder. Oh God, no. But you are extremely Just into fitness. Fitness. I'm into fitness and physique. Phys- yeah. And uh, health. So strength training. Yeah, all all resistance training. Yeah. Okay. And then cardio, a bit of cardio. I like cardio. Do you like cardio? Yeah. I love cardio. Okay. I mean. I hate it, but I like it. If it, I don't, I couldn't do, I can't do cardio on its own. Like just, I couldn't go for a run. Yeah. It's like, tor- it it's torments torture, me. Yeah. But if I'm at playing a sport or doing hill training with a group of people, then I'll, I'll do cardio because it's, I'm, I'm distra- I'm actually doing the, the group thing and it happens to have cardio. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I have to be distracted with something else to do cardio. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Many people hate cardio. 
So um, you don't need you don't just need a little bit of cardio, right? We need to just get our heart rate up a few times a week. Mm-hmm.